This episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Ballsy, body wash for your balls. Yes, this product is real and it's spectacular. Ladies, I know you want to hear us talk about Pretty Woman, but first, just remember that Valentine's Day is around the corner, so why don't give your man and his boys something that they'll appreciate and go to ballwash.com and check out their I'm Nuts About You gift set, which includes Ball Wash. The OG product designed to wash your bits and pieces. Nut rub. Cologne for your boys down under. And sack spray. Portable deodorant spray for when you're on the go. This product really comes in handy for rich and handsome power movers like Richard Gear and Pretty Woman. You think Vivian would have fallen in love with Edward if his nuts smelled awful? I don't think so! So go to ballwash.com, and while you're at it, check out the Valentine's Day Incrediballs Heartbox set, which includes three nut rub colognes, including the V-Day-only scent, Drifting Dunes. Once again, go to ballwash.com and enter the promo code POPCORN20, P-O-P-C-O-R-N-2-0, at checkout for 20% off anything in the store. Ballwash, buy it! And now, on to the show. I don't know why that just made me want to scream pudding really loud. Do it. <laughs> nah, I won't give you the satisfaction. <laughs> Okay, hello and welcome to a new month and mini-series for Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy over in Nashville, and with us in the north end of Boston is a newly rich man in Tim Begin. How you doing, Timmy? Ah, fantastic, Max. Uh, This movie's great. You know, teaches young girls about the virtues of working hard. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, bleep. All right, take two. <laughs> Fantastic, Max. Uh, I love this movie. It teaches young girls about the virtues of sucking dick. God damn it, Jimmy. <laughs> take three. Doing fantastic, Max. Uh, I'm really loving this movie. Uh, it teaches young girls about the virtues of banging Richard Gere. <laughs> there you go. Much better. Okay, too. yeah, that's, that's, that's as good as we're going to get. It's what your mother wants for you. <laughs> and over in uh, Sacktown, California, we have John Anoshek. How you doing, John? Oh, I'm fine. This, you know, I'm really my loins are frothing right now because I just this movie really brought out, and you know, I touched on this a little bit in a previous episode, but the patient, <laughs> the patient, and the the patient brings me so close to my microphone that it is dripping wet. But the patient, the patient of this of this movie, and these two falling in love from opposite ends of the spectrum in the United States. It's beautiful. It brings it out in me. It gives me hope. How are you, Max? I'm great. We're uh, recording day after the Super Bowl. It is 70 degrees here. <laughs> so that's that's totally normal for Tennessee. Really? Yes. Huh. Yep, I is was it, just in totally Florida. It, no, it is not normal. <laughs> it should be like in the 40s right now. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like 50-something here. Yeah. I just, I just left Fort Lauderdale. It was 70 when I left Fort Lauderdale. I came here. It was fucking 70. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Hmm. It's 50 in Boston. Boy. Talking weather. Yeah. Talking cool. weather. Oh, hey, nice to meet you guys for the first time. <laughs> 
You know what they say about weather in the podcasting world. If you don't like it, just wait 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> All right. So now that I've officially peeled paint off walls, let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was mentioned. It's a new month. That means they're going to be starting a new mini series. And with Valentine's Day coming up, we decided to do one for the ladies, where each of our significant others will be selecting the movie of the week and to kick it off. My lovely wife, Nikki, selected the 1990 cinder fucking rom-com Pretty Woman, directed by Gary Marshall and starring Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, and Laura Sangonmioho. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hector Alonzo. <laughs> Hector Alonzo and George Costanza. Oh, George. I'm going to be calling him George Costanza this entire movie. I have no idea what, what Jason Alexander's character was. No, his name's George. It's George. I'm pretty sure they just kept it as George in the movie itself. (laughs) (laughs) Just call him George. Just George with a a rapey attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just realizing it's Black History Month, but um, probably better off not to have three white idiots (laughs) attempt to be woke. So I'm going to say we wouldn't do that justice. No. Plenty of Danny Glover to go around next month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lethal weapon, lethal weapon. John's gonna have no idea what's happening the entire time. I feel like we need to Skype each other in while we watch this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good we idea. Can do that. We can do that. It's gonna be two months of lethal weapon. It's the first month is gonna be commentary of us just watching it. Second month is just gonna be us talking about it. <laughs> Third month will just be me talking. About it. <laughs> but today we did Pretty Woman. That's what we watched. Pretty yes. Woman. Walking down the street for hell. Oh, Max, you didn't you didn't say the um the the little like raffle game show that we're doing as part of this month. What is it? We you have to leave a comment on the Hold My Popcorn Facebook page about which movie you liked better, and we're gonna pick a random comment out of the hat, and that comment gets to choose one of our significant others to have. I'm realizing this is a bad thing for me to say because the internet is a crazy place and one of you fuckers out there who listens to this terrible show is probably going to take that to heart Tim it seems like you're rolling loaded dice where you're like 9 out of 10 you're sure that they're going to go for your betrothed because she's going for sound of music <laughs> so, that's a good point <laughs> do you need, you need help you need to get out of this is there other ways I do. there are other ways I do is there a shelter for me <laughs> shelter help. yes it's called California come I'm going to I'm going to tap three times and then I need someone to come help me <laughs> Well, very appropriate subject matter because we are going to be doing a movie about a hooker. So, should we get into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Movie opens up with Richard Gere's Edward Lewis, the cutthroat corporate raider, getting dumped by his girlfriend over the phone because she feels like he uses her like a hooker. Hmm. Hmm. Foreshadowing, maybe? Hmm. It gives me an idea. Hmm. Can we stop here and just say, like, yeah, to this to this girlfriend. Yeah, of course he does. He's a fucking billionaire. What the fuck did you think you signed up for? Yep. Like Jeff Bezos' wife is like, oh, I'm so upset with you going out there and slamming supermodels. It's like, yeah, 
that's what happens when you have eight billion dollars, like just in your pocket. Not just let alone what you have. You just have like fucking eight billion dollars, just like in your wallet. You're gonna be banging hookers. I'm sorry. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, that and everything and everyone around you is a tool at that point. Right, when you're a billionaire, yeah. like you, you don't get that rich without being a sociopath. You contribute to the world economy at that point, just as an individual. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go buy some jeans and like countries shake. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, when like the market adjusts. So like the le- the stock of Levi's when you decide you're gonna go fucking like buy new pants, yes, you're too rich. Yeah. <laughs> or when you accidentally buy the Washington Post. <laughs> anyway, sorry, back on track. We're drifting again. <laughs> yeah, he did his own drunk Amazon Amazon purchase of his own. Ah, shit! I didn't mean to buy that. Uh, Fuck. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so Edward, all stressed out, takes uh, George uh, Costanza's car. That uh, he doesn't know how to drive and ends up getting lost in the red light district of L.A. Haven't we all been there, right, boys? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's yep. what they all say. Yeah. Um, quote, unquote, lost. Can you, quote, unquote, give me directions? Wink, wink, wink. Right. Quote, unquote, to my hotel. Quote, unquote, to my bed. <laughs> quote, unquote. There's five dollars on the dresser for you, quote unquote. <laughs> of course, that's what we agreed upon, quote unquote. No, don't call the police, quote unquote. Oh no, what am I gonna do? She's dead. God damn it, quote unquote. Thank God I'm a billionaire, quote unquote. <laughs> nothing ever happened. Yeah, yeah. Quote unquote. Rudy, get in here. We gotta, you gotta take the fall for this one. <laughs> that is essentially George Costanza in this movie. I was seeing that. It's like, oh, he's fucking Rudy in this. Yeah, he is. He. That's a. It's a perfect analogy. <laughs> I oh, want you sloppy seconds. Come on, get over here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, oh, that was the worst sound effect ever. Come out of your... Oh, no. It's his teeth falling out oh, of his don't mouth. Do that. Don't ever do that again. Because I heard you, but I saw George Stanton's face. Oh. Well, fun fact about that, too. So Jason yep. Alexander slammed the car door so hard that he broke the window and they had to replace it. On the Lotus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God! Also, they could only get a Lotus because no other cars uh, wanted to be like a sponsor for this movie since he was picking up hookers. <laughs> you think I they mean, would be okay? S- with I can that. see it. Because <laughs> yep. like nothing matters to billionaires. Once again, like come on. Yeah, I, I that's a good point, John. Wouldn't you think that like for I would say like ninety percent of. What Ferraris are used for are to go pick up hookers. That'd be my assumption. Whilst, otherwise, why do you have a Ferrari? Right. You're not banging yeah, hookers. Not like, yeah, you're compensating. Right. Huh. Yeah. That's what the Ford Ferrari movie's about, right? It's just about just banging hookers with, with hearts of gold. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Pretty I haven't sure. seen it. Yeah. I thought It's basically pretty women on a massive scale. Yeah. Huh. I thought it was going to focus on the cars, but yeah, it shows what yeah. I know. Hmm. Yeah. Hookers. You should check it out. Huh. Anyway, so can hookers. we? Can, yeah, so hookers. So we, we, Julia, she brings. So the movie's called Pretty Woman, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, introduce her first, real quick, and then I'll go into my diatribe about the dark side of the song Pretty Woman. Okay. Well, I was just gonna say that uh, you meet Vivian, the hooker with the heart of gold, who uh, charges Richard twenty bucks for directions, then jumps in the car. Go ahead, John. So. The song Pretty Woman, it's always Pretty Woman. Like, so you see the pretty woman walking down the street, right? Mm -hmm. They don't talk Mm -hmm. about where she came from. She just didn't, her roommate stole her rent for drug money. She just had to jump out of her back window to then climb through a chain link fence to people passed out in their own feces 
because they're all jumped up and then she meets this guy. So yeah, that's what ha- that's the pretty woman walking down the street. $20. That's all it takes to get into a car. Anyone have an experience on that? I've gotten into a car for a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a half eaten cheeseburger that's in the back of my car. You got yourself Done. a deal. <laughs> yeah. You want me to do it on the road no. or want to pull over first? No, no. What really happens is I'll give you a half eaten cheeseburger. It's in the back seat. He just looks back in the back seat. I'm already eating it. <laughs> Go up and turn right. There's a dumpster around the corner, I know. <laughs> that being said, Julia Roberts' business acumen's great. She understands leverage, you know, and she's like, I'm not the one that's lost. Richard Gere, that's when he immediately realized, this woman's a little special. Yeah. She speaks my language. Yeah, definitely quite the character. Especially since she knows about cars and knows how to drive a stick. (laughs) Yeah, how does she find the only billionaire who doesn't know how to drive a fucking sports car? Because he's used to just having a fucking limo drive him around. He probably doesn't have a license. Good point. Lives in New York. Didn't Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. get his fucking license revoked because he beat somebody's windshield in with a golf golf club in traffic? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, now that I got that off my chest, we're good to go. <laughs> Jack, if you're listening, let us know. Jack Nicholson, huge, huge fan of Hold My Popcorn. <laughs> Personal friend, really. Yep. Comes over to the barbecues, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like been requesting it. a Nicholson November for, for years now. <laughs> We like to slap each other in the chest. If we <laughs> called it hold my popcorn at the Lakers game, I'm sure he would. Hold <laughs> well, my floor seats, popcorn. Um, <laughs> yeah, so once they get the hotel, Richard asked her to stay the night, which makes all these old white people in the lobby not happy. They are appalled. <laughs> to be honest, I've never looked at anybody else in a hotel lobby when I'm walking through it. I'm trying to get out of the lobby as quickly as possible mm-hmm. when I'm in a hotel. And to my room or to wherever else I'm going, this is not believable to me. This is like all these people walking around, oh, oh. And first of all, if I was in that snooty hotel and looking at Julia Roberts in that like fucking Spanx outfit, I'd be like, this guy's doing pretty good here. Mm-hmm. Where's he going? It's the old rich white man signal that he gives him. It's like the reverse of like the, the actually it wouldn't be the reverse, but it's kind of like the, uh, the whole like the white pride thing. Just kind of give him a little yeah. finger up, and he's like, yep, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how all these fucking old white guys are, like, sticking their nose up to this. It's like, dude, you would fucking, every old white guy in that hotel would be like, yeah, bazinga. <laughs> or they're like, it's not a boy. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Epstein would be like, ooh, she's old. <laughs> my type. The simple fact of the matter is that this is New York City in the 90s. Like, these people have seen way stranger shit in the streets. It's L.A. It's L.A. Yeah, so it's L.A. in the 90s, and people have seen way stranger <laughs> shit walking around on the streets. It's interchangeable at that point. L.A., New York Actually, in the 90s, is, like, it doesn't fucking matter. The, it's just insane. The point The point is taken. The point is still valid. It's all yeah. dirty. <laughs> it's all dirty, and you don't want to go downtown. It's the same place. Yeah, definitely don't want to go downtown in L.A. <laughs> yeah, so Vivian goes to the bathroom and Richard assumes that she's doing blow, but it turns out she's just using dental floss because she's not like your typical drug-addicted L.A. street hooker. She's not. She's different. Mm-hmm. She went from being like a wholesome high school girl to a hooker like that because she said, this is good money. This is this is a good way to make a living, hooking. 
started like, from what? the bottom. Now we're here. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. She like, yeah, she was like, I'm going to climb. That's probably like a social experiment for her. I'm going to climb all the way up from the bottom. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, go get a waitress job. You could make a ton of money. Go be a mechanic. Obviously, you know enough about cars. Yeah. Go be a stripper. Be a stripper before you be a hooker. How about that? Yeah, that's a good idea. It's like, nah, I like just blowing dudes and hiding my money in toilets. Right. I'm doing pretty like, well. I don't understand how someone as put together as Julia Roberts becomes a hooker. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to address the big fuck-off elephant in the room right now. The fact that um, she's wearing a wig, and it's blonde, and underneath that wig is red hair, and that answers a solid, like, 83.5% of all the questions you just answered. Oh, what, gingers are all hookers? No, but they're volatile. They are because of the passion. <laughs> they have such passion for the for other people <laughs> that they cannot help. This is true. I can only I could satisfy all of these people in fifteen well, minutes with my feet because I am the passion. So that's what it John, comes down to, and it drives you fucking yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's a left-handed compliment. That's what they call those. John hit the nail on the head. I am a passionate hooker, so it's really char- captured. I mean, you did say that uh, you would definitely undercut the market as far as $20 getting into the car. Pah, much less. $20, yes. I would, I mean, if I got in for more, if I had a higher bar than, like, like Max had, like, half a cheeseburger, then, you know, I'm really not living up to my standards. I didn't ask for the $20 bill. I just wanted to see if he had one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just show it to me? <laughs> I just want to look at it. <laughs> Anybody drawing it? That's what I do with my money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So this Vivian's giggling while watching I Have a Lucy. Kind of slurred on that one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Lucy. <laughs> while uh, Richard is just staring at her like a creep, which is a hooker code for blow me as this modern day Cinderella goes down on Prince Charming. Yeah, that escalated quickly. Yeah. And also, not 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 a, it's not cute what what Richard Gere is doing. I know it's supposed to be cute. He's like, dude, why don't look at her like that? What the fuck you doing? Remember, what's over. what's supposed to be cute? Was I, I, I feel like like when Gear is like staring, it's like staring at her when she's like giggling. That is supposed to be cute because he, like he's smiling, but he's just like inching himself closer to her to be like, look at me. We have to remember this is the eighties. Yeah, in the eighties, the eighties, like John alluded to in the text messages earlier today is essentially one decade of SVU cases. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that it was the culture back then. So, this was just normal, you know what I mean? Ain't gonna suck itself, sweetie. I know you're enjoying the show, but get down over here. I mean, seriously, the entire time, if only he, like, he was actually shaking his head in that scene, like, slowly up and down, because what I was seeing going through his head or hearing, really, was just, like, funk music, like, bow to bow bow and his voice in his head, like, yeah, bitch, I'm gonna get in that fucking titties, bitch. <laughs> See, that, that's what was going through his head. You're right. Nothing cute. Not cute. No. And it also tells me he's done this shit before, because apparently that is some kind of secret sign. Like, I'm just going to stare at you. You know what that means. All right. Slurpy, slurpy. Milkshakes around, all around the room. He didn't even stare. What he did was he was working at the desk, and then he just moved <laughs> and then to another seat and then like started looking at her, and Julia Roberts was like, all right, I know what time this is now. Oh, I was having a good time, but I guess I need to do my job now. 
Yeah. Well, I guess the fun's over. Yep. So you also get that own kiss in the mouth monologue by Julia Roberts. And then uh, they bone. Wake up the next morning. You find out that Vivian has a big, beautiful set of red hair under that platinum wig. Da, da, da. It all makes sense. I don't get the whole not kissing on the mouth thing. I know that's just like comes from the movies, but it's like. The mouth of someone's probably like the least gross place you're going to put your mouth if you're a hooker. Tim, 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 Tim. That, that is the fountain of vision. <laughs> That's a good point, Joe. This, that, the fountain of vision. vision. That, that, that is where you drink from the fountain. And it so happens <laughs> that the fountain also has a tongue, too, so it gets messy. But it's the patient. That, that's where you suck it out of. That's where all the... That, Gosh, my wife's going to hear me screaming that from the other room. That's going to be fun. I'll explain later. Um, but no, that... Oh, fuck. Just keep going. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> Richard's on the phone with Costanza, who's whining about this big new potential deal. Says he'd feel a lot better if Richard had a date to this dinner. Um, and then their call gets interrupted by Julia Roberts screeching at the uh, the Prince song Kiss in the bathroom. So, Richard then... Uh, Propositions Vivian to act like his girlfriend all week for $3,000. I'm just trying to figure out this woman's rate structures because, like, so she was $100 an hour, and then he's like, spend the night with me, which is at least eight hours, and she's like, $300 for that. So I'm like, all right, you just gave him a massive discount on hours after one. And then it's like, so if we're following the $3,000, $100 an hour, like, that should easily be like fucking 30 grand 168 like, hours you do that by 100 that is sixteen thousand dollars and or 1600 jesus christ <laughs> 16 16 16 800 i can't even say that word sixteen thousand and eight hundred dollars fuck yeah and today's i don't understand her rate structure she could have got a lot more out of that yeah it's like buying in bulk yeah i mean i get it you're gonna give a discount for like the, the volume, but I mean, not like a fucking, not giving him a 10 grand discount. Jesus. Hmm. Some trivia facts too. So Julia Roberts is a natural redhead and they put a bunch of bubbles in this tub. So all of her red dye came out in the tub. Oh my God. So at this, you get a great example of classism and cuntiness after Vivian gets kicked out of this Rodeo Drive store by a bunch of mannequin looking blonde bitches. Yeah, that was upsetting. I mean, if she was a real hooker, she would have cut those bitches. <laughs> it's true. She would have burned the store down. <laughs> got arrested. Taking out the shiv, fucking jabbed it in their jugular. Yep. Beating people with their shoes. Oh, see, there's yeah. a whole other SVU fucking episode right there. Like, <laughs> you mean to tell me that uh, a single hooker killed the entire store of like six people with her shoes? You're saying that she just walked out like nothing happened. <laughs> Not believable. Man, I didn't see the man, tapes. That ain't true. <laughs> this ain't a hooker. <laughs> yeah. So after this, she runs into the hotel manager, Barney, played by Hector Alonso, who says, We don't tolerate this kind of behavior in this hotel, but we make exceptions for the very rich ones. I thought Barney was going to be a real cunt throughout this movie. Barney's my favorite character. Yeah. Barney's Except great. I'm definitely starting to lean towards that team as well, man. He really does. He he evolves. He just seasons as yeah. a character, just changes. He he is such an endearing character. Mm-hmm. He's a fairy godmother of this movie. Yeah, exactly. He's on her side the whole time. He like gets her all huh. cleaned up. And then at the end, he like gets them hooked up pretty much. 
that scene, like, yeah, yeah, at the end, when he, like, fucking, oh, you know, Raymond drove her home, blah, blah, blah. But that scene where she was walking out in the red gown, and everyone in the in the hotel staff was looking at her like, wow, she's really turned a corner. That, like, fucking little flicker of uh, light came out of my cold, like, heart. You know? <laughs> Barney beaming in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's my hookah. <laughs> Also, by the way, uh, perfect example of the counter whenever someone says that money doesn't buy you happiness. It's like, uh, it might not, but it'll definitely buy enough hush money for a screaming hooker in the lobby. There's that. Right. So um, after this, uh, Barney hooks her up with a dress and then teaches her all about the fancy dinner etiquette to the point that Edward doesn't even recognize her at the hotel bar because she looks so classy. Like a classy broad. You don't look like a hooker. You look like an escort now. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's a good distinction. She looks like an escort. One you call up an agency to get. And then they go, they don't sleep with the clients. Wink, Their company. Wink, wink, so wink. practically, what is the difference between an escort and just a, you know, prostitute? I think an escort comes from a legal service and they're not supposed to be a hooker. They all are hookers. And it's like you, their whole, I, the whole point of them is that they escort you to an event. But, you know, we all know what that means. Yeah. When he says event, he means his pants. Correct. <laughs> come up, come to my event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I just had an event like 45 minutes ago, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> <God>, shit. <laughs> all right. I see what we're talking about now. Okay. All right. So um, at this dinner meeting with the old man Morris and his grandson, doesn't really go well. Pretty much ends with them just both saying, Madam, it was a pleasure. Edward, go fuck yourself. <laughs> old man Morris is like my other favorite character in this movie. He's like a grandfather. Like your oligarch, rich grandfather. Very true. Yeah. So this whole thing, though, uh, clearly upsets Richard as uh, Vivian finds him just jamming out on this piano down the ballroom. Which ends with them fucking on the piano. Gazinga. Again, you tell me money I doesn't was... buy you happiness. <laughs> I I looked, I stopped, paused, I looked at my wife, and I asked her to imagine how horrific it would be trying to have sex on top of a piano. Imagine how bad a bad box spring is compared <laughs> to a fucking piano. You, that would be horrific. It would sound like a fucking Freddy Krueger movie. Like, it would just... <laughs> oh, dude. I can assure you that I would break a piano. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Snatch right through it. Oh, I can't get out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his pants are at his ankles and he's just like spread eagle and just he's stuck in the piano. I'm being strangled by the strings, quick. <laughs> jerk me off. Uh, cut so it cool off. Maintenance. Yeah. Cut it off. <laughs> Stop hitting the key. Stop hitting the C key. <laughs> so the following day, Richard tells Vivian that they're going to be spending an obscene amount of money as you get the pretty woman dressing montage. Who's that comedian in that? Uh, who's the like the shop manager? He's hilarious. I like that. Yeah, he was the uh, the dad in 10 Things I Hate About You. 
Yeah, he's a stand-up. He's he's pretty funny. Yeah, he was great in this. I just like that the fact that the guy he, so like he has that question like how how much money are we really talking about spending and he pulls out one of those giant Tony Montana cell phones <laughs> and that's the sign he needs to know. Oh shit, this got crazy money. Yeah. This motherfucker's got a cell phone, dude. Like, <laughs> you need to suck up more. You're not only handsome but a powerful man. No, not me, her. <laughs> <laughs> And then the, you get my favorite scene in the movie with Julia just going back to the bitchy store, just fully loaded with clothes, telling them just what a, a huge mistake they made, especially since they uh, get paid off a commission. Again, if yeah, he's was, was a real hooker. She would have like fucking beat the shit out of him with a fucking stiletto shoe. <laughs> just go all Cardi B on him. <laughs> just, yeah. Just bring her crew and beat the shit out of everybody. Also, around this time, Edward's starting to change, realizing that fucking people over and eliminating their life's work for a few extra bucks might not be so great. But then he uh, completely blows it by telling George Costanza that Vivian is a hooker at the polo game. Yeah, I don't understand why the fuck he did that. That really didn't make any sense. I mean, I guess they had to throw a wrench into the whole love story. Like, something had to disrupt the passion before they could actually Mm -hmm. get to that moment. That's the thing that really kind of annoys me about these movies is I'm just, they're so predictable. I'm like, they meet at first, they're unsure about each other and then they start to fall in love and they're both feeling the same thing. And then one of them does something stupid that pisses the other one off and then they make up and then there's another moment where they don't think they're going to be able to be together. And then at the end, they have this romantic, like, you know, I I can't live without you. I'm like, okay, yeah. So every single romantic comedy is like that. Except in this case where your super close business friend partner tries to sexually assault your... Tries to rape your love interest. Yeah, that's a good point. Not every romantic comedy has George Costanza trying to rape (laughs) the love interest. Also, how creepily did he touch her shoulder when they're yeah. at they're still at the polo game and he's just like, Oh, I heard that you're well, I you know basically in so many words as far as a man would understand it, hey, I heard you like to suck dick. What's up? <laughs> I'm gonna touch his shoulder. Okay. I think I think that's just how creepy Jason Alexander is. Yeah. That's why he's perfect for this role. Like he he did no acting there. That's just no. how creepy he is around women. I'm quite sure I'm quite certain. Also, it's amazing what a laugh track will do because if this was Seinfeld and he did the same exact thing with a laugh track, it would be hilarious. Yep. And then it just end with the boom, 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 boom. It's Julie Roberts is just like trying to hold her tears back. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then they're like, Weisty walks in. Did you tell him you're trying to pick up this hooker at this polo match? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, she said she was a hooker. What else was I supposed to do? <laughs> Also, polo, that's just, it's just field hockey with horses, right? Yeah, I've actually been to a polo. Yeah, same thing. I mean, uh, and I've been to one. It's not nearly as exciting as they make it look. It's actually a lot slower, and it's just like, wow, all right, so this is how you burn hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Okay. Yeah. That's all it is. Hmm. Also, all these women are fucking bitches at this event. Oh, really? In the movie. I didn't notice. Yeah, me either. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah we, everyone uh, was just saying, it's like, oh, it's always nice to meet one of Edward's flavors of the month. Like, oh, which one are you? Like, all that shit. It's like, God. Oh. Fucking bitches. Nah, dude, she pulls it back. She's like, nah, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Everyone's trying to go after his ass. Like, she pulled it back. Yeah, I In agree. kind of well, like, of uh, you know, 
in kind of like a North Jersey kind of a kind of a way, you know. Ah, just kidding. You don't really like suck dick that much. <laughs> okay. I thought it was more like a sort of like a, you know, welcome to the club where I'll just fucking firing like helping them firing out knuckle babies so they buy us Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to me what a knuckle baby is? It's like a baby that comes from jerking off, like a hand job. You know what I mean? Knuckle babies. Wait, the babies, the babies actually come from. Really, John? I don't know how to explain this any clearer. Babies come from knuckles, and that's science. Sperm comes out of your knuckles, John. No, Max. Sperm does no? not come out of your knuckles. Sperm comes out of a penis. Babies come out of a knuckle. Oh, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, so now I'm confused. So is 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 the sperm coming out of the knuckles and then it makes the babies pregnant the other way? Or you gotta help me out here. Throw babies, me a life raft. You're fucking you're breaking my balls, dude. You gotta babies get, I gotta, live in knuckles. Sperm comes out of the penis. I'm literally I I don't know <laughs> how I can make this any clearer. Tim, tap three times if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um you know this ends they, they get into a fight over all this shit um you know she storms out without taking the money then richard apologizes and then he takes her on a private jet to the san francisco opera that's a good way to like that's a good like fight you know fight band-aid I wish I had that fucking like <laughs> no that card to play. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry that you've been yelling at me for uh, 45 minutes. I'm going to take you to. I'm going to take you on a private jet and take you to an opera. That would smooth over a lot of fights. He's a $250,000 necklace that you can wear. Whereas the only oh. card I get to play is he is a Snickers. <laughs> He's a also, happy and cheeseburger. You... <laughs> I got on the back of this guy's car. <laughs> Sorry, good John. No, it's okay. So, I was just thinking about if you could wear cheeseburgers as jewelry. But how do you get a quarter of a million dollars worth of jewelry on like rent from a hotel? You have to be super rich. Yeah, it's Donald Trump money. Because damn. Yeah, but I gotta say, Julia, that neckline girl, mm, fabulous. Girl, you are one fine bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna make you my bottom bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm taking you to the opera. <laughs> I'm gonna make you classy. I'm gonna you some of these classy men. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this whole thing though, I mean, Julie Roberts, very cute and all of it. You know, she's got a great smile. Uh, it's you know, it's adorable that uh, you know Hector's or what's his name Barney's all happy about it. Um, you know, she's all giggly. Shoulders are all getting all tucked up. The whole thing's very nice. She has the greatest smile. Yeah. Like, in history of smiles. Big mouth. Big, big mouth. Massive mouth. It's kind of like The Rock. It's big yeah. ass mouth. Big ass smile. But not so much like Sarah Jessica Parker. So, like, we're not getting into, like, um, equine territory. So that's <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah, it's... They, they left Sarah Jessica Parker at the polo field. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker is like a cross between a horse and like Kane start the reactor. <laughs> it's like gross. Get her off the screen. Uh, if only she could have. If only she could have met Gary Busey sooner and saved him. Could you imagine the two of them? They hooked oh, up. Shit. Gary Busey and Sarah Jessica Parker. That's a, a thoroughbred. That'd just be a mouth. <laughs> 
Uh, they'd be the next stage in human evolution, dude. Like the head would like elongate and shit. Like, uh, oh my yeah. god, that baby won the triple crown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's just really what this goes to show is that how dare you, Sarah Jessica Parker, for having very minor physical flaws? How dare you? How dare you? We have to look at you when we choose to, and that is just offensive. Ugh. Also, all the listeners. You can fuck off right now because we've only done one Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker movie and we're very complimentary of her. Yeah. Footloose. She's really not that bad looking, but... No. Gross. <laughs> Yuck. Comedy. It's like, like Jennifer Lopez last night. Ew. <laughs> How <laughs> gross was she, right, guys? That tight body and big butt. Who wants that? Yeah, gross with her perfect face. <laughs> not me. I don't want that either, guys. No. Yeah. I want to complain about no. this. No. Um, this, two smoke this, uh, shows. this offends my personalities and my Christian values. Um, oh, yeah. Can we how talk many, about this? How many people do you think wrote into the NFL like, Ugh. I could see Shakira's pussy? I could see her undergarments. It'd be uh, better, though. Well, the NFL can always point back and be like, well, you know what? Could be a titty. <laughs> Everyone's yep. like, all right, all right, fine. It could, it could be fine. a saggy titty. Honestly, <laughs> that's the thing that pissed me off the most. It's like, you're going to, we wasted the one moment on national television where there's a tit shown to like the entire country and it was on fucking Janet Jackson. Yeah. It's like, we couldn't have got a Jennifer Lopez yabo in there. I mean, come on. Could get a Katy Perry titty. Jesus. Oh, just, oh my yeah. gosh, dude, she's mysterious. Yeah, she's like a she's like a just a unicorn. Mm-hmm. What do you think she'd charge? <laughs> I don't know. More than a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Ew. About that Ew. for a dollar. Ew. Ew. <laughs> All right, going Ew. back to the uh, to the movie. You guys just spent thirty minutes talking about smite phys- slight physical defects with hot famous women. <laughs> And that people don't listen to your podcast because of it. <laughs> Man, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and you close it up by degrading a woman who performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. And did a fantastic job. <laughs> and now you're closing it out by doing a very racist impression of, of Ice-T. Who wants to see my wife is titties? <laughs> oh, God. Those things big... will out the sun. <laughs> People were talking about asses. No one's talking about my wife's ass. Yeah. You're talking about her triple X titties. <laughs> Guys, Nobody I'm talking be about Kugel titties. <laughs> I, I'm part of this conversation and I have no idea what the fuck is going on. What are we talking about? I can see John no, just no, like. John, but it's provocative. <laughs> I can just see John just his eyes darting across the room. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> Just, just watching any any ambition he had to be anything, anything get flushed on the toilet. Just oh watching. no, you wait. That's 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 gonna be Lisa's episode. Yeah. Oh, what's she? Wait. What does she want to do again? I have no idea at this point. Let's do um the color purple. Ooh, never seen that. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Denny Clover's in it though. Yes. No. Do it. Oh, it's gonna be no. funny. Danny Glover and uh, Whippy are in it. it. Must be hilarious. 
Let's do that movie where Mel Gibson knows what women are thinking. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Not thinking about Jews enough. Oh God. Lisa's probably just gonna give a uh, us like a very dry documentary, <laughs> hoping that we can't come up with any way to ridicule it or be offensive about it. But we will. <laughs> She actually thought about that. <laughs> She's just trying to educate us. She's like, these people are fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, we need to raise an IQ point or two yeah. here. Man, this, got, this went off the rails. Let's bring it back. Okay. Woo, sorry. Yeah. Um, trivia fact, the opera show is about a prostitute who falls in love with a wealthy man. So that's nice. Makes sense. The that's irony. Story. Mm-hmm. How the fuck could anyone know that? About the why, why even make that a thing if you only get to hear three sung words and see like thirty seconds of the actors? Yeah, I don't know. The at opera the, humans. At the golf club I bartended in in college. Um, Which what? There, yeah, no. So this is uh, this is this is going somewhere. Uh, so at the golf club I bartended in in college, there's this like group of guys who used to go out to Colorado every year to go quote unquote skiing. In reality, it was just they went out to Colorado and got a bunch of hookers for like a week and banged them all week. And they're all married dudes with kids. They they were all scumbags. Fucking like absolute scumbags. Mm. However, one year they did this. They invited this new member out. <clears throat> they're like, you got to come on this weekend, right? Told him about it. He was like, I'm in. So the guy goes out, bangs this hooker, falls in love with her. Oh, my her, God. Tells his wife what... He, that he's now in love with this hooker from Colorado. <laughs> tells the wife about the whole thing. She tells all the other <laughs> And then, like, 15 Ooh. guys, like, their marriages were all fucked up. Like, most of them got divorced, whatever, right? And then this guy who did this, his wife divorced him. The hooker was like, no, I'm not in love with you. I, I'm a hooker. <laughs> Paid to love and you. His, his, like, kids disowned him. No one at the club liked him anymore, and he all he would he would come in every Sunday after he played played golf and just sit alone by himself. <laughs> God, look like the most depressed man in the world. Holy shit! And I have to say, like, it just made me happy. The whole thing made me happy. Not that this, not just this guy, but like all those guys getting like caught made me super happy. It was like, really felt like justice. It's a that real life like pretty a- woman. That has yeah. a better message to it than the Grinch that stole Christmas. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That really warmed that dude, that warmed my jimmies. It's a great it really is a good story. That, that is good. Hmm. I like it. You know what else I liked? I liked when um Julia Roberts said that she enjoyed the opera so much she owns Peter Pants. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very profound um, statement at the beginning of the opera where, you know, our buddy just leans over and he's like, there are two kinds of people, people who are okay with opera and people who are have a deep, like, event in their pants, basically is what he says. Is that, yeah, you piss yourself. <laughs> and she pissed herself. So, has anyone seen opera before? No. No. Me either. Me either. Okay. Well. I like how he was basically like, if you don't like this in the first 15 seconds... We're never going to work. <laughs> I'm throwing you off this goddamn balcony. Yeah. And I'll get away with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I do like the, the, the old lady counted out the syllables. Afterwards, she's like, no, she didn't say Pirates of the Pizzazz or whatever the fuck it was. Pirates of Panzance. Panzance, yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. One, two, three. 
She didn't say that. Um, all right. Then after this, they kiss. Aww. You know, that means that they really do love each other. Kissing on the mouth. Julia Roberts is like, you want to know what? I love you enough to give you my herpes. <laughs> I want to kiss your mouth, dick. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my uh, wife's going to hate me for this. Enjoy hepatitis. <laughs> this is a, this is a whole, this is supposed to be a wholesome movie about a hooker. I'm sorry. I know. In which he's fucking her every single day of this entire this entire movie. Yeah, it's not like he held off and was like, "Oh no, he's actually a nice guy." Like, he's not going to use her for sex. It's like, no, they fucked immediately, and they continue to fuck. At the kind of like the end scene, where he's like, "I've never treated you like a hooker." What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You've paid her and have sex with her whenever you want. That's a definition of a hooker. Yes. The only thing that's stopping this from being like a slave situation is the fact that they're at the promise of $3,000. So a little bit later, old Edward, who's grown a heart, kicks everyone out of this office, office, uh, except for old man Morris, tells him that he doesn't want to sell off his company, instead wants to help him save the company. Build big boats. Yeah. This is the grandfather thing, though. Yeah. It's like Morris says, like, I'm, I'm proud of you, which I'm sure in his character, he never, you know, never got that from his old man. So that's no. nice. He's like, can I have a hug? No, you little queer. <laughs> Get off of me. Deals this, off. Whole su- this whole subplot is just fucking worthless, and they could have shaved 20 minutes off this movie. This is my favorite part of the movie. You don't need to show that. It's about this is about a hooker climbing up to the top like rungs of society. Why? Why we need to focus on the dude making business deals? Because we know he makes business deals. That's all we need to leave it at. It's the 90s. Because you're seeing the change that she is enacting in him. Mm-hmm. She's changing him for the better. Nah, fuck that guy. And it's all about Julia. Fuck this guy. <laughs> He's changing her on the exterior, but she was. She didn't need to be changed in the interior. He needed to be changed in the interior. And she's doing that for him. And he's realizing, realizing that the more important things are the interior changes and that she she's actually rich in character. That's right. Not. She's oh. giving him things that he can't buy, yeah. John. Oh, no, I get it. Oh, okay. So what you're telling Right. She, she found his prostate. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Bingo. Basically, yep. Oh. Oh. She went All rooting right. around in there like a truffle pig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right there, Fred. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking That's of that sound effect... Good old Costanza comes into the penthouse, kind of ruins this whole nice, warm vibe, and tries to rape uh, Vivian. Oh, my God, dude. He's backhand smacks her. It yeah. was rough. It was like, Jesus. George, who are you? Serenity now! He, like, the whole thing was super awkward and gross. I mean, I know it's essentially, like, like it even felt awkward and gross for, like, an attempted rape. You yeah. Know? I was kind of like, oh, God, this is just, please someone, like, take this off the screen. The fact that George Costanza is trying to perpetrate this, too. It's like, oh, my God. Not good. Not good. Yeah. George had a tough time back then. I don't know. That's why he had to move to New York. Is this before Seinfeld? Same um, same year, I think, Seinfeld came on, like, 89. So, I think this is, like, oh, okay. a season so in. Was like early on. Just, just getting his break. Yeah. Well, um, thankfully... <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. I was just say, yeah, it's break by breaking a hooker's jaw. Jeez. <laughs> Christ. That's a hell of a choice to take in your acting career. Breaking a baby knuckle by smashing it over somebody's face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm never going to look 
look at my hands the same way again. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. You should realize that they're baby makers and that they're precious, precious pieces of, uh, you know, precious pieces of uh, the Lord's creation. Hmm. That's why you put your hands together when you pray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. That's when the baby comes out. <laughs> well, uh, thankfully, Richard saves the day, breaks George's nose, and kicks him out. I don't understand why George... I mean, I guess it's, it all gets like sorted out in the hallway, but I just don't understand why George is so upset. It's like, dude, you're fucking rich as fuck. Like, why do you give a shit that this one deal didn't go through? Also, like, why do you care? Yeah, why do these people care about work so much? It's like if I'm rich, I don't give a shit about work. I'm rich. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, dude, you're a billionaire. You don't have to work. Right. Just collect. Go thing, buy a though. sports team. All, all these fucking rich people like can't stop working. That's the only hobby they have. Yeah, it's true. They're addicted. But like, he should be excited. It's like, oh no! Instead, he's looking at like investing in companies. Like, you can do even more than just like strip it and then just like pump and dump. Right. Yeah. It's a long game. It is. Building boats for the Navy. It sounds like a pretty lucrative project. Yeah, you got a fucking military contract. What are you bitching about? Yeah. You know, that's why George fucked off and went uh, to New York to go work for the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I want to fuck people over all the time. I'm going to Steinbrenner's. <laughs> Richard and uh, Vivian, they say bye. She gets her $3,000. And then uh, Vivian also says goodbye to Barney and her roommate Kit, who we didn't mention this entire episode. Um, well, uh, Barney hits at where Vivian lives to Richard because he's rooting for the two of them to make it. To get back together. Mm-hmm. And I have sex had for like free. I daughter who was like a street worker, street walker, <laughs> and it was like, this is, like, he didn't do anything for her, and him, this is him, like, his second chance. You know what I mean? Like, this is yep. like Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, honey. The thing, yeah, that, that that's a whole different movie. It's like after he uh, punches out for the day, he just goes to the gravesite, just puts flowers down. Yeah. If only I could have set you up with a billionaire. <laughs> you see, this is the dark side of the song, Pretty Woman. This is the sh- shit that nobody talks about. Pretty woman <laughs> walking down the street. Pretty woman, <laughs> a girl I'd like to meet. Pretty woman. Is that hepatitis on your face? Hold no the one... fucking phone. We just found the new intro song for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty woman, let me suck your feet. Pretty woman, <laughs> give me that ass to eat. Pretty woman. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> really thank really you. <laughs> See, I was thinking it and then I said it. Yeah, good job. That's ass. how the brain works. Give yourself a pat on the back. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So um, the movie ends with Edward in his chariot limo climbing the stairs because he's afraid of heights. Nobody gives a shit. And then they get their fairy tale ending kiss as the movie ends. Ah, uh, it's Second. so heartwarming. What? Second face. <laughs> and then Richard Gere goes, I'm going to have sex with you and not give you money. Yeah, because you want to come on. Here now, sign this prenup <laughs> real quick, and don't you can't tell anybody that you're a hooker <laughs> ever again. I'm gonna run for office one day. That life is behind you now. <laughs> you're on a work visa. Ah, <laughs> uh, pretty woman. 
By the way, I know we said hooker and uh, prostitute a lot. I know it's it, the 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 appropriate term now is sex worker. So I apologize to anybody who got this far, who might have been offended oh. by all the terrible we, things that we said. We apologize to all the sex workers out there <laughs> that are listening. We're, we're, we're starting to hit the age, gentlemen, where we're we're just behind enough on the current uh, terminology mm-hmm. where we can get into trouble. Yeah. So we're just starting to flirt with that. Where it's like, wait, what? What you mean? It? I I have to call you. They? What? Uh, <laughs> what? I can't call him a wop, but he's <laughs> Italian. <laughs> what else am I supposed to call him? You're supposed to call him Italian. Well, that don't make any sense. <laughs> Why? He likes it. You like it, don't you? <laughs> you like it, don't you, Luigi? <laughs> My name's Chris. Yeah, your name's Luigi. Yeah, yeah. Stop shaking him, Tim. <laughs> special needs. That's Stop. Him. All these kids with their newfangled names, like Christopher. <laughs> your name's Luigi. <laughs> with your shoes and your socks and your hats. <laughs> Everyone, get out of here. Get out of here before I hurt you. <laughs> I gotta hit my back nine. It's Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time, I'm just on the floor like uh, like David Hasselhoff. Shower. <laughs> oh, what a mess. <laughs> I want this burger. <laughs> Dad, say you have a problem. Fuck you. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing with that wop in the room. <laughs> You look, you're looking in the mirror. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. I've gone fat. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? <laughs> punches the mirror. This sounds I'm like so Bob at age 65 in a, in a casino in Reno. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's already got the Hasselhoff thing checked, checked off. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Oh yeah. Have oh, well, seen- Tim, have you seen it? Uh, no. Oh my God, Max, you have to find it. Oh shit, the one in uh, me and Derek's uh, when I was living with Derek <laughs> in the path. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you, Tim. All right. Cool. Our, our friend, uh, yeah, our friend Bob. Uh, that's all that we can say. No other last name was uh, eating chili cheese fries on the fucking bathroom floor. <laughs> like a gentleman. <laughs> I was poking him with a baseball bat. <laughs> he said, "Get out of here! I'm gonna break that! I'm gonna break the goddamn door! I'm gonna break your goddamn door! I'm gonna break the I'm break the goddamn door. door!" They go in there. Just Paco just busted. Did Bobby? <laughs> See Bob, his bloodshot eyes just jerk towards the camera. Like a chicken cobra. He really was. Lights on, time to party, Bob. Door, I'm kick the goddamn door. Come on, Bob. All right, time for casting um, what ifs. It's a bunch of them. So, uh, Julia Roberts, she was cast as Vivian twice. First time when the movie was called 3000, and it was much darker. Terrible, terrible name. And then a second time when Disney bought the rights, and she had to audition again. Disney bought the rights to like a dark hooker movie. Yes, and said we're gonna we're gonna brighten this up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's touch. It was a touchdown. I think that's one of their yeah. one of their studios. Yeah, 
Dude, I was going to say, like, the intro to this movie was kind of, like, crazy to me. I'm like, wait, this is, like, a Disney song, and this is a movie about a hooker. <laughs> and she then takes out all the colors of the rainbow of condoms. Right. And it's There's cute. There's a simulated blowjob in this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's oral sex on both sides that are simulated. Mm. Julia's on that piano. She sprawls out. Oh. Wow, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay, so that's it, though. So the first... She was not the first choice, though. So here's a list of actors that are offered the role, but they turned it down. Molly Ringwald. That's who they really wanted, apparently. Boo. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Boo. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Boo. <laughs> hey, wonder why. Yeah. There's a pattern here. Yeah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, that sounds great. Hey, I have this dance, uh, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Conley. Yeah, would have been fine. Yeah, she was too young. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to double up on it. <laughs> uh, it's too soon. Harvey will Harvey will have a field day. <laughs> so you tell me you cast this 16-year-old <laughs> in this movie about hookers? <laughs> Man, that's not even something we would do on SVU. <laughs> Um, also, Demi Moore turned down the role of Kit. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Okay. Makes sense. Bad. Yeah. Why would she want to be in a movie that, for five well, minutes? Yep. You mean I'm the number two hooker? Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, I'm no. the bad hooker? <laughs> With that sultry voice? Get the fuck out of here. Um, it took a long time to find the right Edward. And um, they did about ten different screen testings, uh, including, so Al Pacino uh, screen tested with Julia Roberts. And then he turned it down oh afterwards. God. He didn't like it. Um, they also offered it, or at least these are considerations too. Hold on. No, these are offers. My bad. Okay. Albert Brooks, Sylvester Stallone, and oh. yeah, Burt Reynolds. Oh, that would have been good. Ooh, Burt would have been fantastic. That mustache. Did you see that? Like, it wouldn't have been him staring at her. It no. just would have been his mustache vibrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was too seductive. Oh, you want a mustache rod, sweetie? Mm. The hooker had been like, hey, I'll give you three thousand dollars. Exactly. <laughs> Lick your mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you um suck this dick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is just a Norm McDonald impersonation of Bird Reynolds, which is just Norm being Norm. Um no, it's a big hat. Yeah, it's a big hat, it's funny. <laughs> it's not my name. Turd Ferguson. Yeah, we want. Um, also the director considered Denzel, uh, yeah, the director, uh, considered Denzel Washington. Ooh. He's a yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's 30 years too soon for Hollywood though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that would have been fantastic. I agree. Also, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that has been the most overacted Disney movie ever. Daniel Day-Lewis would have had to eventually become a billionaire <laughs> to do the role. Doth thou, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need to go own a fucking diamond mine or two first, gentlemen. You would end up just buying Disney. Yeah. And then stripping it. It's like, God damn it, we made a huge mistake. Kevin Klein was another one that they considered. <laughs> Boo. Yep. And here's some auditions and all their considerations too. John Travolta. Hey, you're a girl. I don't like those. No. <laughs> so are you yeah. going to blow me or what? Oh. Are you like a guy under there? 
Tom uh, Benninger, Berenger. I don't know how you say his fucking name. Berenger. Berenger. Tom Berenger. Thank you, Tim. Dennis Quaid. And guess who the last one that they considered? Patrick Swayze. Oh, no. Oh, no, Tim. Guess worse. Much worse. Um, let me think. Danny DeVito. Close. I don't know. Kurt Russell's great. Joe Pesci. No. Joe Pesci. Oh, my God. No, the white uh, Asian god of thunder himself. Christopher oh, Lambert. No. Wow. Why Can the fuck imagine? do they want him like, in movies? <laughs> 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 Tell me where to go to Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> oh, God. I will give you $3,000. <laughs> now suck it. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> I said suck it. The lightning comes out of his eyes. Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been good. <laughs> do it, do it now. Go. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to buy your company. I'm going to help you build big boats. I have never treated you like a whore. I've only treated you like my nanny. Uh, quick box office guessing game. Anybody know? How much does the movie cost to make and how much it ended up, ended up making? 83 million. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's 83. Just <laughs> straight up profit. Just broke even across the board. <laughs> 83. I'm going to say it cost 50 million to make and it made 175 million. Okay. All right. Guess both way off. Okay. <laughs> uh, it cost fourteen million. Yeah, yeah. It cost fourteen million. million. Fourteen. Okay. It made four hundred and sixty-three million dollars. Wow. Oh. Which in nineteen ninety was the highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time, surpassing The Exorcist. Yeah, that's something we didn't cover. Julia Roberts showed a little bit of nip in here. Oh, yeah. that did happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nikki that was- pointed that out actually. Of course you like, where? Where I is have, it? I have eyes like a hawk. <laughs> She's well, we've established that Nikki is down with the titties. So mm-hmm. also though, that our rating didn't last long. It was surpassed by Terminator 2 the next year. That made 521 million. Ah, uh, that's where Arnold was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Training for the Terminator. I can't have time no. with, with doing movies about hookers. I can only just do them. I need to shave off my eyebrows. <laughs> All right, time for trivia. Surprisingly, Julia Roberts had a lot of trouble laughing on set, so in the I've Loved Lucy scene, the director was tickling her feet. Was that Tarantino? I know, because shockingly, the director was not Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's back there just licking actresses' feet. Yeah. Ugh. So, the original movie, as mentioned, was titled 3000. It was a lot darker. So, uh, the floss scene was originally um, going to be actual cocaine because Vivian was an addict. And she had to agree to not do blow for the entire week. And the movie ended with Richard tossing her out of the car and then throwing money on top of her and just leaving her in a dirty alley. 
Wow. Wow. Um, wow. Uh-huh. I would have really enjoyed being in the, the meeting where they were trying to water this, this one down. Like, Good. all right. Um, so the Disney shareholders aren't too happy with what are we going to do? Is we just going to take out the cocaine and the throwing of money onto passed out hooker bodies that, Okay, it's going to be a love story. Yeah. Um, how? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Can we just, uh, how about you just trace over the Cinderella script and just put some stuff in there? Yeah, throw some floss on in there as opposed to cocaine. You're good to go. Bob's your mm-hmm. uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Timmy, you okay there, buddy? Oh, dear. He's <laughs> been up for a while. It's pit, I know. Pit, pit. All right, moving on with trivia, I guess. So, um, you guys hear me now? Hey! Yeah. Hey, there, there he is. Hi. Hi, guy. Hello. We're, we're, please tell me you were recording, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. saving the first recording now. Okay. Cool. I don't know what happened. I don't know what keeps happening. This is very annoying. All right, more trivia. The necklace for the opera actually did cost $250,000. And uh, Richard Gere improvised the scene when he snaps Julia Box and Julia Roberts' uh, reaction was real. Wow, so that was like the scene, too. Yeah. Wow. So it's a little good on them. Um, th- at the time of filming, Richard Gere was 40 and Julia Roberts was 22. Hmm. 22, wow. Yep. Uh, Jesus. The, yep. The movie poster was photoshopped. As far as uh, Julia Roberts' face, they just pasted her face over the body of actress and model Shelley Michelle. So if you Google that, you can actually see like Shelley Michelle wearing that clothes on the uh, on the cover. All right, time for questions. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Uh, my favorite was Barney. He was the best character out of all mm-hmm. of them. Uh, just a wholesome dude. I like the fact that he was rooting for. Um, my least favorite was, um, I mean, it has to be George. Yeah. He's probably like the most despicable person in the movie, but that's like, he, that's his, that's his role in the movie. So I, mean, I guess it's like actually a good character. Yeah. Mine's the same. Great job being a prick though, by Costanza. Yeah, exactly. Like he did a very good job. That's the thing. I have a hard time doing that because like, he fulfilled, he played the role great. Like, that role was played very well. The character is just hateable. But that's what it was supposed to be. My favorite was the uh, the bellhop who's just creepily, like, living through their weird hooker romance <laughs> thing going on. Um, just so sweet. You know, he's like a little, uh, little right-hand man to Barney. Mm-hmm. My least favorite <clears throat> is, are those assholes in the retail store that wouldn't sell mm. Julia all over clothes. Mm. That mannequin makeup, not even looking like real human beings. No. Tisk tisk. Kill them all. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> all right, just our Ron Tomatoes and IMDb have their own rating systems. We decided to make our own. So guys, what would your rating be for Pretty Woman? I'm going to give it uh, 15 mouth kisses over 145,000 colored condoms. <laughs> hmm. I am going to give this one three different colored phosphorescently colored condoms out of three tongue sucks. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Suck it on tongues. That's how, That's another way to get pregnant. 
<laughs> Wait, so they're babies and tongues too? Um, or is there sperm and tongues? Guys, I can't make this any more clear. There are babies in knuckles and tongues. <laughs> and you need sperm to make them. Uh, okay. I don't know if <laughs> Tim's gone again. I'm here. Can you oh, hear okay. me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to end it abruptly. Well, because there's nothing more to say. There's babies and knuckles <laughs> and tongues, and he needs burn to make them. Okay. <laughs> um, well, then my rating, I'm going to give this uh, fa- five uh, baby knuckles Babe. getting thrown into a dumpster on top of one Tim eating a half eaten cheeseburger inside said dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I think he's stroking out. <laughs> oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. That was me doing the taps that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys want to cover before we head out? Yeah, what the fuck are we watching next time? Oh boy. Sound of music, boys. Yep. I think we're going to be singing about Nazis. Tim finally gets his dream. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's dream come true. We finally are going to watch a movie that we don't need to make 18 leaps in logic to get to our Nazi analogies. <laughs> They're just there. <laughs> there for the picking. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have to watch four hours of it. Yeah, this is probably, it might be a two-parter, so, so, um... Stay tuned. God damn it. I'd say I can't wait, but I can. So Abby's like philosophy behind this is that she's never going to be able to get me to watch Sound of Music any other way than choosing it. So yeah, so we have to watch it. Alright, well, that's the show. Please rain review because it gets us noticed by Apple. Also check out Ball Wash if you got some stinky balls. Check them out. Stay tuned for the latest month. Wash. Gargle them balls. Gargle them. It's Brian. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ.